This is A Musician's Life. I'm Tracy Tannenbaum with Tracy Thorne. We always imagine, I think, everyone else is much more sorted than we are. Obviously, that's an illusion. You know, we're all muddling along the best we can. Tracy Thorne is best known as one half of the dance pop duo Everything But The Girl. She and partner Ben Watt formed the outfit in the early 80s. In 1999, Everything But The Girl went on hiatus so Thorne could raise the couple's family. Now that her kids are older, she's found the time to make her own albums. Her latest is called The Opposite of Love. It chronicles the messy lives of the over-40 crowd, a group pop music tends to ignore. This is from the song Singles Bar. Can you guess my age in this life? Who'll be taking me home tonight? So pour me one more at the singles bar. Tracy Thorne has always gotten kudos for her voice. In fact, the Village Voice once said she sings with the significance of Louis XIV's furniture. When I first played in bands as a teenager, I played the guitar, really, and I was actually too shy to sing. I remember the first band I was in, they asked me to step up one day and see if I could sing, and I was too embarrassed to stand there and sing in front of everyone, so I actually took the microphone inside the wardrobe and (laughs) sang from inside there so no one could look at me people were saying to me look your voice is great you should be the singer but what that meant was having to come to the front of the stage Um, and that was something I struggled with and I'm not sure I entirely ever came to terms with that. Now you and your partner Ben Watt were part of everything but the girl and then you went on hiatus so you could raise your kids. Were there any similarities between raising small children and being in a band? (laughs) Well, no, it's the exact opposite, really, because when you're in a band and touring and travelling a lot, it's actually a very infantilising experience. You get looked after a lot of the time. You know, you never have to drive yourself anywhere or sort anything out. Your tour manager does everything and you're just required to kind of turn up and perform. But as a parent, obviously, you know, it's completely the other way around. That was the reason I kind of enjoyed it. It was a chance at actually being a proper grown-up. Your latest album is called Love and Its Opposite. I read that you said it's about real life after 40. Did you have assumptions about what middle age was going to be like before you were middle-aged? Yes, I think definitely. You know, like most arrogant youngsters, I kind of thought middle-aged people had just sort of reached a certain point in their development and then stopped, um, you know, and life probably became quite boring. And, you know, there was a period when everything did seem to be ticking along quite nicely through our 30s. And then just in recent years, I've realised that there is a reason why people talk about a midlife crisis. And, you know, a lot of people I've seen around me just go completely off the rails and actually a whole new level of drama has kind of started up. So when you talk about people going nutty and stuff like that, what kinds of observations did you make? I mean, the biggest thing is just people's relationships starting to fall apart. Who's next? Who's next? Always the ones that you least expect. You know, often the people who I'd looked at from the outside and thought, well, they're fine. You know, then they would sort of just suddenly completely surprise me by announcing that they'd be splitting up. And I think it it made me realise as well that People often keep some of the bad stuff private um, and it's not until, you know, something irrevocable has happened that it all spills out and it makes you question all sorts of things. And I dreamed and I dreamed of it, of love and 
Your new album is called Love and Its Opposite. Do you feel like there's a thin line between love and hate? Yes, but to be honest, I don't think that's particularly what I mean by the opposite of love even. You know, when I wrote that line, which is in Long White Dress, I think what the song's really talking about is being suckered into a concept of romance. You know, and especially young girls buying into the idea that there's a big white wedding dress and a big day coming up that's going to epitomise the emotional fulfilment of their lives. That song is saying that I was always a little bit scared of that idea. And um, and I think when I came to write the songs on the rest of the album, it all suddenly came into focus. And I realised that if love is going to sustain itself for a long time, it has to do so really without looking through rose-tinted glasses. And it has to be able to endure ups and downs and people getting older and all those kinds of things. Tracy Thorne. She's just released The Opposite of Love. For Musician's Life, I'm Tracy Tannenbaum.